Hi, it's Terence Wallace, and welcome to my new series, Stories from the Road. In 2014, I decided to leave the corporate world behind and start my own business, Indelible Adventures Inc. This is a culmination of my writing, photography, speaking, and travel, and uh, gave me a great opportunity to travel the world. And so, with my writing, I've been able to gather and collect many stories from all my adventures. So this series is a dedication to all of those stories. I hope you enjoy them. If you're anything like me, there's nothing like a good story to start the day. Whether it be in the car, subway or train, perhaps even walking to work, this is the way that I like to start my days, listening to a good podcast. And so these are some of the best stories from my weekly blog. If you'd like to learn more or read my weekly blog, you can do so at www indelibleadventures.com. Thanks. Episode 1. Copenhagen. After arriving into Copenhagen, I spent my time walking the city from end to end, neighbourhood after neighbourhood, noting that there is little has changed in the 30-year hiatus since I was here last. It's still just as beautiful, just as I remember it. The food is just as delicious and the people just as I remember them incredibly friendly. In fact, the Danes are said to be the happiest nation in the world, and for good reason. Denmark is such a tranquil and scenic country. What a wonderful place to escape to. Now, I'm here for just the weekend. So I'm sure you're thinking, so where did I stay? I stayed at the AC Bella Sky. This hotel is an architectural gym, which is equidistant between Karstrup Airport and the city of Copenhagen. Okay, this time I'm not roughing it. In the 1980s when I was here as a backpacker, I only stayed at hostels, and so this is a definite step up. The beauty of staying at the AC Bella Sky is that the metro station is just a short walk from the hotel and a 15 minute commute into the city centre. Although my first morning, I detrained at Christianshaven and wandered the streets of this interesting and alternative part of town. To give you some context, during the 1970s, this abandoned military base in the center of the city took on a distinctly bohemian feel. This self-proclaimed and self-governing anarchist neighborhood is better known as Freetown or Freetown Christianshaven. To get more of the color of this part of the city, I strolled down the Princess Guard from the metro station towards the infamous Pusher Street, past the gorgeous Vor Freshler Kirk or the Church of Our Savior to the abandoned military base which now serves as the centre of Freetown. Unfortunately, you're not allowed to take photos in Freetown, which is a little frustrating for the photographer and me, but I guess it goes all the way back to the anti-establishment and anarchist roots. This local law is strictly enforced by everyone who lives here, numbering some 850 residents. Anyone who even looked like they had a camera or tried to use an iPhone was shouted at by all and sundry. Yes, they take their privacy very, very seriously. Trust me, it's a slice of life and well worth the walk around, even without a camera. After leaving Freetown, I continued walking along the canal to the waterside marketplace and independent food stalls and trucks selling snacks and meals called the Copenhagen Street Food Market. Although a very popular spot with locals and tourists alike, it was definitely worth the wait. I personally had a fat burger then sat outside in the sunshine enjoying the cityscapes across the canal. 
This incredible street food market is easily accessible via the Inderhaven Braun Bridge. This cycling and pedestrian bridge raises for canal traffic and makes for a simple way for the Copenhagen and tourists alike to come visit. Plus, the food is absolutely delicious with a huge array of different types of foods, both local and international. Very delicious. I find the best way to explore European cities is to walk them. Not only are they relatively easy to navigate, as I always ask for a city map from where I'm staying and get them to highlight just so I can understand my initial bearings, but now with Google Maps or your iPhone or mobile phones, there's tons of ways to navigate around the city. Although most cities have fantastic options in terms of transportation, I still love to walk. In fact, the vast majority have comprehensive underground, subway or metro systems that enable you to broaden your travel experience to the lesser known districts, which is also extremely fun. In fact, I would recommend it. It's a great way to get local and learn about things that most tourists don't find. When I decide to head further afield, I usually buy a day pass. Most times not longer than 24 hours. Not buying a multi-day pass costs a little more, but then again, I've never had to worry about not using a pass that I've already paid for. As well, I'm not one for organized city tours or big groups. That's just not my style, but everyone has their own comfort zone. So if you haven't tried plain old exploring by yourself without a safety net, it's high time you gave it a shot. I'm just saying, most European cities are extremely safe. Now, once I have my map, I just wander until I get lost. An important reminder though is to always remember your personal safety is paramount. So always be aware of your surroundings at all times. I often find that I uncover the most interesting and delightful things when I slow down and sort of get lost. Plus, I end up meeting and experiencing the most interesting people along the way. Every city has its own vibe and Copenhagen was no different, especially the weekend that I was visiting as it was the jazz festival weekend in the Danish capital. Lots of free music on the streets, in the bars, cafes and clubs, and that matched with the incredible weather, just made for a fantastic weekend. And definitely one I'd recommend. The other delightful thing that I loved about Copenhagen was the food in general. Seriously, if you've never tried Danish cuisine, you have to try it. Lunch often consists of an open-faced sandwich on dark rye with an assortment of delicious toppings including herring, cod and shrimp, which is my personal favourite. Now this all can be washed down with a glass of imported wine, obviously Italian red for me, or a tasty local beer. Either way, it's a gastronomic delight. Choose a seat in front of the cafe and take in all the sights, sounds and colour that pass your way while enjoying your lunch. During my stay I also had to find the best Italian restaurant in the city. Well, it's just for fun, as you know. If you're visiting, go visit La Vecchia Signora on Grongard 12 to 14. They have both indoor and outdoor seating, beautiful back garden area and a great menu. Another tip, if you're not into walking, but you want to explore Copenhagen, Copenhagen is one of those cities, much like Amsterdam, that is built for biking. 
You can rent bicycles in almost any neighbourhood and are as distinctive as the city itself. Copenhagen City Bikes comes with a headlight, front tray and a super sturdy rack. The cost is a modest 25 krona or about $4.80 Canadian for a 30 minute ride and the first 30 minutes are always free. What makes this a great choice is that there are dedicated bike lanes and bike paths all over the city. You definitely won't be alone as literally thousands of people enjoy this great way to get around the city. In some ways I feel as though the 30 years have evaporated and that I'm transported back in time and find it hard to believe that I haven't visited since 1986, yet it feels very similar to me in so many ways. My advice is to definitely add Copenhagen to your list of European cities to visit in a lifetime. It is incredible. Ciao for now!